Greetings, good afternoon, welcome to the latest edition of Painted Into a Corner. For those of us here at Rel Painting Company, once again, John Ojampa, along with David Lee, who's kind of becoming a regular co-host. If you're not careful, you're going to be committed to this thing, and there's no way out once you're in. Just yeah. be, just, just beware. <laughs> so it's, it seems like it. We uh, we've made it through the new year, and um, I think what I've noticed lately, and we were just talking about it, is an aspect of our business and services that we offer that I suppose people know but may not realize, may not think about, and that's doing projects for either realtors or um, individuals who own rental properties as people either move out of those properties and they're getting ready for new tenants to come look at it, or realtors who have listings either coming onto the market or that have been on the market for a period of time and some improvements can make a world of difference. And I know in the past you've done uh, quite a bit of work in those two spaces, right? Yeah, I think the company as a whole has been kind of um, growing our market share in these two um, segments. And um, one thing that you see a lot of times with older homes, um, there might be wallpaper on the walls that, you know, is a, a very dated pattern. And just simply by removing that and updating it to a more on-trend aesthetic uh, seems to do wonders in the real estate world, along with enameling kitchen cabinets and enameling the millwork. Um, these are things that you're, you're starting to see a lot of designers um, specify, and it just seems to be a more on-trend uh, pattern as well. And a lot of that aspect of what we do is based on the fact that if you have a home and it's in an area where uh, you know there are however many other homes on the market, you need to at least be... If you're price-wise similar, you need to be similar to those homes in terms of what they have if they're updated. And it's it's certainly a cost, but I think that the vast, vast majority of homeowners who have done this, who have spent the money ahead of time to update everything, will tell you that it was absolutely worth the money uh, because A, they probably got what they were asking or more, but B, even if they didn't, their house didn't sit on the market for very long. And ultimately, nobody wants to have their house sitting for a month, two months, and having to deal with multiple showings. It's disruptive. And better to get it, get it taken care of on the front end because what we found, and again, you, you can speak to this too, what we found is when we do these updates ahead of homes or, or even homes that have been on the market, the response is, is unbelievable. It, it's amazing how quickly they will they'll sell. So we've had houses that had been on the market for 360 plus days or um, whatever it might be. And then, you know, they have us come in for a specific reason because they are tired of sitting on these properties. And it's amazing to see um, the difference it makes in the appearance of the house and then also how quickly it sells after something like um, like that happens. And, and you've, even, got pick, you've got people that are looking on, you know, they're looking at listings, they're looking at pictures. Mm -hmm. And to grab their attention, you, you oftentimes need to have those updates done. And I think uh, with a lot of potential home buyers, as they're going through the listings online, they will dismiss homes out of hand in part because they don't have those updates. Well, let's face it, today's, with, with the, the world we're living in, people who are buying these homes 
No one wants to do that work themselves. Exactly. They don't want to. They don't want to hire a yeah. contractor. They don't want to go through the whole um, ring around of doing it themselves and, and you know waste their time. So um, it it just really is. It makes such a difference um, when you are looking to sell. And even if your house is in an area where, let's say you know like the aesthetics of the neighboring homes aren't quite um, you know fully updated. Well, if you, you if you go in and update your home, you can you can kind of push that mm-hmm. um, that uh, price a little bit more. Exactly, and so. it and it's still in, in the people that I talk to in that reality space, it still is um, it, homes are incredibly in demand, and it still is a seller's market. And if you can have a situation where you put a little bit of money into it on the front end, and then you have multiple offers or get more than list price. Uh, again, well worth it. And it doesn't have to be a huge project. Simply painting walls uh, is something that when people enter a home, one of the first things they're going to notice is it smells like new paint. It was freshly painted. That can make a world of difference, and the cost on those projects is fairly nominal. Yeah, and I think even like a 5000 to a $10,000 um, project large this would be a large scale of project in the paint world that can yield you a 15 to twenty thousand dollar um you know increase in your home value and when you go to sell it it's just going to make things a lot easier it'll increase the value and it will it will speed up the time uh of that home sale exponentially and you won't have a situation where you are waiting and dealing with multiple showings so long story long first part even longer um Anyone in that realty space, and I'm going to talk to a group of realtors here in about a week and a half, but um, property managers, property owners, um, if, if there's a need, and there is, uh, please contact us, and we're happy to come out and take a look at what you want done and make recommendations if you like, and update those spaces ahead of time to make your life a heck of a lot easier and speed up all of these processes that we've just discussed. Now, are you ready? Let's go on to second code. Let me ask you this question. You're, you're a lot younger than I am. Do you remember 1998, the Vikings-Falcons game? I mean, is that something that, you, that sticks in your mind? It does. Not, <laughs> not maybe as, as much as it may for you, but I, so I do remember it. How damaged were you by that? That's tough. It's, it's hard being a Vikings fan. Well, that goes without saying. It's... It's one of those deals where growing up, obviously, like like most anyone else here, yeah, the Vikings were my team, the team I rooted for. After 1998, I had to – I don't want want to say let go, but it was the reality that if that team – if that team (laughs) can't get to the Super Bowl, if that team let me down, it's just not worth it anymore. I feel like it takes a few – after something like that, it takes a couple of years to kind of – get back into your normal mentality and it and you still don't even get over it i mean everyone still remembers that game it's i I know every you you can look at every team and somewhere along the way they're going to have things where they look back and say my god but after that 98 game i told myself i'll still root for them i'd rather have them win than lose certainly but i'm not going to be what i once was admittedly in 2009 when the Vikings again lost to the Saints to go to the Super Bowl, I got sucked in a little bit. I found myself falling back into those old patterns of, I don't want to say super fandom, 
but I was getting genuinely excited. We know how that ended. Lesson learned, don't get excited. So this leads up to, obviously, the Vikings are playing the 49ers tomorrow for a trip to the NFC Championship game. How vigorously are you going to be screaming at the TV? Me? I, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to be screaming at the TV, but I am going to be watching every minute of it. And I think, you know, if they can shut down a few aspects of their game, such as, um, you know, if our offense can kind of come through and, and get through the, you know, their armed defense, um, I think that's going to be a big help. And then if we can shut down George Kittle, mm-hmm. I think our chances are going to look pretty good. What would be, and it's. And I think we're like seven point underdogs right now. It's a touchdown, but 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 the Vikings were I, I want to say seven and a half or eight point underdogs to the Saints. Yeah. So, so it's not good, unheard of. And the good no, news, that's, the that's good news good. is that they aren't going up now. San Francisco's had a week off. Their defense is really good. Um, their running game is really good. But the good news is that, and Drew Brees didn't play well. But they're not going up against a quarterback who's legendary. No. Or even a quarterback that is, at this point, MVP Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes-ish. He so, does have a cool name, though. Jimmy Garoppolo is a cool name. Gar- Garoppolo. And he dates some ladies of ill repute. <laughs> so there is a chance. What would be, in, in putting the cart before the horse, because it's fun to do so from time to time, if the Vikings were to win and Green Bay were to win that game next week, outside of probably Super Bowls, that game next week, I think, becomes the biggest game in Vikings history because I can't imagine anything, again, outside of a Super Bowl being, being as huge as a game at Lambeau to decide who goes to the Super Bowl. And how fun would that be next week? That'd be great. I mean... i got to find a way out to that game if it happens. Well, but. yeah, tickets would be unbelievable. But just to have, just to have the excitement, A, of... The Vikings playing to go to the Super Bowl, but then oh by the way, the team they're playing is is the bitter rival across the way. It it would be something that, um, I mean you, you couldn't you couldn't dream it up any better. And if you're a Vikings fan and you're looking for getting back to the Super Bowl after what seems like 180 years, is there any more delicious way to do it than going to Green Bay and beating a team that's already beaten you twice this year? But as good as it gets, that would be that would so, be uber satisfying. A, a better question, though, what are your what's your prediction for the game? Here's the thing, I've Points. I've become I've, be, I've become a Vikings pessimist because of things I mentioned previously. Yeah, so maybe just leave it out then. But I I don't know. <laughs> I just have I just kind of have a feeling that it's going to come down to the last drive because the 49ers typically against good teams uh, specifically play close games. I just have a feeling it's going to come down to the last drive, the latter part of the game and the Vikings somehow pull this off. And I know that seems insane based upon being a Vikings fan for as long as I have been, but it's just a feeling I get. It's the feeling I get is that we will see a Vikings Packers NFC championship um, and it's it's going to be it, the universe may collapse upon itself. It'll be that big, but I would I if you're asking me to bet, I would if I'm in Vegas, I certainly will take the Vikings in the points if that's if that's my choice. Yourself, Vikings yeah, I, by thirty. I, I you won't think go that far. Vikings by six. 
something like that. That's take it. Take Vikings by one. A, it'll be a low-scoring game, but I think the Vikings will come through. The good news is that it's it, it despite the spread, there's a general feeling that the 49ers, again, all things considered, aren't aren't that superior to the Vikings. The teams are very similar. So we'll see. It's at least it's fun to have a team in the playoffs. It's fun to have a team that won a game in the playoffs. And what's ahead, as we've discussed, the possibilities would be absolutely incredible and something that this town has, again, outside of the Super Bowl the Vikings were in, that uh, there would be a level of buzz around that would be unprecedented. So I'll be watching. I know you'll be watching. I know those listening now most likely will be watching. And for the sake of those of us who have had our souls shattered in the past by this team in purple, it would be awfully nice if they could pick up this win and <laughs> dare to dream pick up a win in Lambeau next week. But we'll see. At any rate, that'll be our show. We'll wrap it up here. Hopefully when we talk this time next week, we'll be talking about a Vikings trip to either Seattle or Green Bay, but I prefer one over the other. So for my colleague David Lee, John Ojampa once again, thank you for listening to the latest edition of Painted Into a Corner, and we will talk to you next week.